0: welcome everybody to another edition of the race tech suspension fxr racing privateer island life number 54 uh, with lorenzo lercursio thank you for listening appreciate it this guy absolutely killed it at southwick and uh we want to talk to him about that and uh, and much more first up though please go to fxrracing.com pop up Put in Pulp MX 30 code and uh, and save 30% at fxrracing.com, designed by racers for racers. The attention to detail and quality they strive to maintain comes back to a skilled team of designers, uh, product engineers, and test riders who always... Push the brand to the next level. And also to RacetechSuspension.com, pulpMX18 is the code to save. Whether you're revalving your suspension, whether you're getting your oil changed, whether you want to get the right spring rate, uh, or even get some motor work done, Racetech.com can help you out. They break through the limitations of the OEM designs. Uh, Thanks to those companies for making this Privateer Island Life podcast happen. A lot of people really like listening to it, and I like doing it. And uh, so support those guys that support the show. Uh, All right, like I said, with me on the line, Fresh off a 7-7 seven, seven performance at Southwick in the 450 MX class. Lorenzo Lucchio. What's up, Lorenzo? How are you, man?
1: Hey, Steve. Just good, you know, getting stuff done. Uh, even though it's 4th of July here in America, but you was still grinding.
0: Yeah, I like that. Hey, listen, I'm Canadian, so it's, I'm, I'm still working today. I typed a column out. I did a podcast earlier with a guy. Like, I'm working, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like, I'm Venezuelan, too, so, uh, I mean, I... Even though, you know, I've been here long enough, uh, but I still, you know, have to be working today.
0: <laughs> I like it, dude. I also, too, by the way, after dealing with Alex Ray and the Naps and all these guys on these island, privateer island shows, I really like the promptness that you text me back. We arrange a time. You, you say, no problem. You're ready when to go. Like, I like that, Lorenzo. It's very professional, and I'm not used to dealing with that when I deal with Alex Ray and the Naps and everybody else. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> you ever try to get Adam Enticnap to, like, you know, m- m- make sure he's ready at a specific time? It's really hard to do. So.
1: Yeah, I actually haven't, I've never met him, but I've talked to him, you know. A little bit in supercars, just, you know, a few words, uh, but, yeah. yeah. He's like, bro,
0: where's Venezuela, bro? I don't even know where that is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, man, listen, I'm sure you've got a lot of – doing a lot of interviews and getting a lot of texts and everything else, so I appreciate your time, and you fully deserve it, man. 7-7 at Southwick, and we talked after the race a little bit on the the post-race Pulpcast, but I want to get a little bit more into it um, as far as it goes for the race. I mean, look, you did well at Cycle Trader, like we talked about, too, but, man, like, that was a really great race. Your fitness is on point. Your speed was on point. Um, at times, when you were out there, Lorenzo, were you, like, thinking, like, holy shit, like, I'm doing good. Like, did you have any idea, or do you get so wrapped up into the race you don't really think about it?
1: Well, I, I'm i not going to lie. First, moto I got surprised because the first lap I came around, the pit board, said 18. Mm-hmm. So... You know, a couple laps later, I was going, you know, passing people left and right, and I didn't really pay attention to the pit board. And then I looked, and it said like eleventh or Uh tenth. So I was like, all right, good. Uh, You know, I just keep going. And then, uh, you know, a few laps later, uh, I run into Western Pike, and then Cooper Webb. So I was like, wait a minute, where am I? (laughs) Then I look at the uh, pit board, says seventh after I passed those guys. So I was like, wow. But, you know, you, I grew, I. I grew up looking to the, looking up to those guys and now, you know, racing them and yeah. you know, passing them was kinda like a shock. But yeah. yeah, uh the track was rough enough to keep me busy to not think about the result, so uh-huh. I think that helped a lot.
0: Um your fitness is good obviously it was a tough day dude and there were some guys that make a lot of money that were looking very very tired out there and look i'm sure you got tired too obviously but dude good job on your fitness how hard have you been working this year uh this outdoor season on, on uh on that part of the the program
1: yeah uh like i said i've been working really hard on and off the bike mm-hmm. so uh you know i'm you know, I really wanted to turn around my year. Uh, you know, after getting hurt in Supercross, so that's really motivated me to, you know, go out. I didn't have an, a lot of time to prepare for the nationals because it was everything last minute. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, the days I make the day counts, so uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, like I, I still got a room to improvement, so mm-hmm. I'm still working to fix those little things that I need to fix. And I just want to keep getting better or and stay where I am.
0: Um, so is it bicycle work? What, what do you do? What do you like to do?
1: Yeah, I do a lot of everything. Uh, I can't run a lot because uh-huh. of uh, I have a knee problem. But, uh, you know, I try to run once a week and, you know, cycling, gym workouts. I, I do a lot of body weight stuff. Uh, yep. And I, I do a lot of motors, so... Uh, that's pretty much my my week
0: um yeah and, and so i imagine your practice bike is just hammered you just ride so much it's probably so beat down
1: well actually so since i started the outdoors i only had one bike uh so that was race and practice bike yeah <laughs> and then right before uh hype no muddy creek uh i got another bike uh and then you know the Thai Loop guys gave me a bike now, so I have a race bike and a practice bike.
0: Nice, yeah, yeah. We saw you at the nationals with Lucchio in your radiator shrouds. Just no sponsor at first. Look, <laughs> just your last name.
1: Yeah, uh, like I said, it's it was a lot. it is all me. Uh, yeah. I did, however, I, did, I do have some help from you know awesome companies like mm-hmm. Factor Connection, uh, some dealer down in Miami, Rick Case. Oh, uh,
0: I've been to know. Rick Case Honda there. I've been there.
1: Yep. Yep. So they they gave me a bike. Uh, you know, I have a lot of great people that help me out and get me to no, not get me to the races, but make the yeah. you know the parts and everything easier sure. for me to to go out and race. Uh, getting back to
0: Southwick, uh, like you said, you came up to Cooper Webb and Pike and these guys. How'd you get them? What'd you do? Did you stuff them? Did you roost them? How'd you get no. these
1: guys? Um, Actually, it was the other way around. I just took the long way out and you know, just changed lines uh, yeah. uh you know, it was kind of one line out there, but there was there were options uh and I made it work somehow.
0: Yeah, I know. I got I said that the tracks kind of hard to pass on and some guy on Twitter blew me out and he's like y- you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, it all kind of funnels to one corner, to a tight corner, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh I I, I agree with you, so you know, there was multiple lines, but at the end they go into yeah. the same line or, you know, they right. funnel into you, like you said. So yep. it was tough because, uh, you know, I thought I had the pass made on Cooper one time and then, you know, his line were, yeah. was going straight to mine, so I had to slam on the brakes. So, yeah, I really had to look look for something else, and I, luckily I found him and made it happen.
0: Those guys got to be so pissed when they see you go by them. Like they got to just be like, <laughs> what the hell? You know do you know what the income difference between Cooper Webb and yourself is, Lorenzo? Do you know how many millions uh, of dollars of difference there is?
1: <laughs> I don't know how much Cooper makes, but I know I don't make anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. There is so much money disparity between uh you going around him. But you know, he hey, listen, it's his first race back. I'm not I'm not trying to bag on him or anything, but you know, more or less talk talk about how great your ride was. Um yeah, and we talked. So I I remember you doing well at uh, at Southwick last year for the Cycle Trader team, and we talked a little bit after the race. Venezuela doesn't have sand. You're not a sand guy, but you're, you're based out of Florida, and I guess you just adapt to it well.
1: Yeah, uh, like I like I told you on the on the other on the other interview, mm-hmm. uh, Venezuela is hard packed, uh, dry, and then I moved whenever I moved to America, I went to MTF, so South Georgia, so yep. no sand there either, and then for the last three I moved, uh, last year, I moved to uh, down here in Clermont, so i literally been there here since, uh, you know, the last three last year, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I read in one of your interviews uh, uh, Jason uh, saying that I ride sand all the time, but that one track I ride, it's only once a week. Uh, I just have a lot of pictures there that I post because those guys help me out and let me ride for free. So I like, you know, to give that back yeah. to the people that help me. So right. I do a lot of posting from them. But, yeah. but yeah, like I said, I, I try to ride there once a week. Right. Uh, I love fans, so don't take me wrong. I, yeah. I love – I have so much fun riding there. But, yeah, I, I ride hard pack most of the time. Uh,
0: late in that second moto, you're seventh place again. It's hot. It's so brutally rough. Like how are you doing fitness-wise? Do you are you just like uh hey, just keep fighting everybody's kind of feeling it the same way. Like how hard was it for you to late in the motos fitness-wise? Like were you struggling or was it okay?
1: Well, I did a lot of effort in the first moto to come through the pack. Right. So I was hurt I was hurting a little bit, yep. not going to lie. Yep. Uh but like I said, it's only 30 minutes, and uh, I got a great start, which helped me. I was like 11th or 10th. Yep. And then after I passed Phil, uh, I could tell he wanted to, like, you know, push to pass me back. Yep. So I had to sprint to <laughs> kind of pull a gap, and then, you know, I caught a little bit Benny, too. So then uh, after that, I was like, oh, well, Benny, I can, I can look at him. But then Benny yeah. noticed like he, you know, he powered, he yeah, got yeah. on the gap again and pulled away. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, after that, I, I I was looking and I was, you know, seeing where Phil was and where everyone was, mm-hmm. and like my dad was telling me times on the pit board. But I was I was definitely, you know, tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I was feeling great, uh, but yeah, like I said, it was. I told myself it's only 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, plus two. Yep. So I've been training for this, you know, a month or two. So yeah, I know I can do it. I know I do it during the week. So. Uh, I just told myself just to keep going.
0: Just keep going. Um, So where do you ride in Florida? Do you ride at the Sandbox, you said? Is that what you're talking about or or no? Where do you ride? No. Okay.
1: No, so uh, Central Florida used to be Old Coyote, I think it's called, people were telling me. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, that track I ride once a week there. Uh, You know, they're nice enough just to let me come out and ride. Yep. Uh, But mostly I ride at Skytop. Uh, There's... Two or three private tracks that I go to. Uh, I don't. They don't really have names. So okay. Yeah, yeah, I just call them the the people's last name. But yeah, but uh, Hampshire. He also has a track, and I rode with him in Supercross. So you know, we still ride together and push each other. So he has a track too. So. Uh, you know, during the week, we change around and kind of make plans together and go ride.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you got a little bit of a good program going in Florida, central Florida there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh,
0: how busy has your phone been this week after those 7-7 seven, seven rides? Been blowing up?
1: It's, yeah, it's actually been pretty busy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh yeah. It's been kind of overwhelming, but, you know, yeah. uh, I'm trying to take up as much of the advantage as I can with it. Right. Um.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. You should. You should do that. You deserve it after after a ride like that. Um. Hey. So you show up at Lakewood, you go tenth overall. I didn't even know you were going to ride four fifties, and you were fast in practice. And I looked at your name, and I'm like, whoa. Okay. So, two questions, Lorenzo. Where were you for the first two nationals, and how did the privateer four fifty effort come together before the Tyloo guys? I'll get to the loop guys, but how did that come together? It's for you to show up at Lakewood uh, just on your own.
1: Yeah, so after Supercross, uh, you know, Tyler wasn't doing uh, outdoors Mm -hmm. or anything. So, you know, I was still talking to them to maybe put, like, a a 250 program together for the outdoors. Yep. But then I sat down and put numbers together, and I was like, nope, no way I can do it. (laughs) And, you know, I wasn't even going to be competitive, you know, because you're never going to be competitive with those factory guys. Yeah. So it was going to take a lot of money and effort just to, you know, be in the top 15 or, or I mean, I know I can be on, on top 10, top 15, yep. uh, but, you know, it was going to take a lot of money and mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't have the money. So I I was still going to try to push it. I was calling people kind of trying to find help money and all that. Uh, it didn't happen. So then by, uh, it was Glenn Helen. Yeah. Uh, I gave the Rick Case uh, guys a call, and, you know, I, I went down to Miami, uh, you know, got together with uh, Marcio, the manager down there, and, uh-huh. and, you know, they helped me out with the bike. Uh, it was a 450. Okay. So I literally got invited to ride the Moto Sandbox with RJ and Kenny. And I just picked up the bike the day before, put oversized uh, handlebar mount and, a, you know, a handle, uh oversized handlebar yeah, yeah. and rode it, rode it just like that. It's all stock. So. <laughs>
0: it's suspension too, times, everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, everything just out of the box. Uh, you know, my times were pretty darn good. You know, I was, you know, keeping up with those guys and yeah. my dad and I just, were just looking at it like, man, this bike's good. Like I'm right. riding it well also. So mm-hmm. why not ride it? So. I used the two weeks before, uh, after, you know, the weekend off and, uh, no, Thunder, Thunder Valley, yeah. It was the first so three
0: used... in a row, yeah, first three in a yeah. row, right.
1: Yeah, so uh, we were like, we need to be out racing ASAP, you know, uh, if, you know how motocross is, if you're not out there, you're out of the radar, people oh, yeah. forget about you. Yeah, no, pe- so... I, people
0: were even saying, yeah, Lorenzo, he died, he died, he's not even yeah. around. <laughs> yeah,
1: <kidding>. so that's, <laughs> no, and I believe it So that's why we decided just to kind of rush it And go, you know, unprepared To Thunder Valley And it ended up working out great So that's that's pretty much how it happened
0: Wow, so you were that close to like Kind of not doing anything for outdoors Like it was that So you go, you go out there with RJ and Kenny And you're just like on a bone stock bike Outside of bars? Jeez, good yep. job bro That's cool <laughs> Um, yeah, I was I was
1: surprised myself with the bike, dude. Maybe you're a 450 guy. Maybe you are. <sighs> you know, people say that, but I never <laughs> had the opportunity to be on a good bike. You know, on a 250 yep. bike, just to show my potential. So I think, uh, you know, I don't want to discredit, you know, any, you know, cycle trader or Tyloop, but you know, reality is.
0: Oh yeah, guys, no, no, the, for sure.
1: The factory riders spend so much time testing, uh, suspension and all stuff like that. Where you know, I rode my race bike uh, this year for the Supercross in free practice, and uh, before that, a uh, cyclocross. I only got to test, you know, one yeah. time, one day before Supercross, one day before outdoors. So, yep. you know, I it's I've never had, you know, the tools, the right tools like other people have. Yeah, yeah. But yep. uh, that's that's how it's been my whole life. So I never complain. I just run with what I got.
0: Yeah, one of the things I've I've ranted on this show and many times before is like, like the purse money in four fifty Supercross is so much better than two fifties that if you're not going to get on one of these teams, and Lorenzo, I don't think your window is closed yet. You've literally only in your second year, so I'm not saying this necessarily applies to you, but like if you're a Cunningham or um, he's he's one guy that comes to mind. I can't think of anybody else right now. Um, few guys over the like, get out of that class. Like, Mitch and these guys are not going to call you. So get into the class where you can make some money in Supercross, you know? Now, I don't think yeah. that applies to you yet, but it's something I've always thought. Like, just go up to 450s and start trying to make some money and make a career out of this thing, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, that's one of the reasons, also, I went to 450. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can get a little more money out. And, you know... It just all happened, you know. It was it was God's plan, so it all fell through, fell apart, or not fell apart, but fell in place, yep. and yeah, it fell in place. Uh, you know, so, we're here now. So, <laughs> so what
0: about Lakewood? Did you surprise yourself at Lakewood? Like, were you like, uh, you're like, holy crap, like this is awesome? And I'm, you know, you went, uh, you got tenth overall. I think you. What were your
1: moto scores there? They were like nine. Uh, Twelve or something? No, there were no, there were 10, 14 Because I went, uh, I went down with a Ray second, lap, uh, first lap in the second moto. Oh, you bent
0: his shifter all back around. You were the guy.
1: <laughs> no, he fell. He fell literally like a corner after he fell with me, and that's where he bent his
0: shifter. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, I heard that. Uh, I heard that story. Um, but uh, so at Lakewood, did you surprise yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I've been working really hard, mm-hmm. so I have. To High hopes would be, but I honestly didn't know where I was going to stand, especially the 450 class.
0: Yeah, no, you don't, uh, you don't know, right? I mean, you've never done it before. You never raced 450 motocross. It's like, uh, nope yeah.
1: no. Nope. So yeah, uh, and like I said, I'm still. This is my people might not remember, but this is only my second year at Supros. So yeah, uh, with last year how the outdoors went, I really didn't have a clue because I, <laughs> I didn't, have, I didn't do great last year in, super, yeah. in uh, either either Supercross or outdoors. Yeah. So you know, I really wanted to redeem myself so I'm you know, like I said I've been putting the work in and yeah. you know, I kinda had a a gauge out of R J and those guys, so
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I kinda had an idea but no, sure. yeah, I surprised myself.
0: Uh at Lakewood, how was your bike still bone stock Lorenzo or did you finally get around to doing some stuff to it? I know you got Yosh on board with you.
1: Yep, yep. So uh, Yoshimura gave me a pipe and uh, factory connection revalved my suspension. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, oversized handlebars and uh, graphics.
0: Bone stock motor? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like still, it, dude. till that's yeah. this day, it's still stock. Um, that's, that's pretty pretty good, man. I like that. Um, So then Ty Lube picked up. They showed up at uh, High Point, right? At High Point, and they, they put you there?
1: Yeah, so... Uh, the plan was to have Besheglia and uh, Van Martin. Yep. So that was, that was their plan and stuff. And uh, so we were talking possibly for them to hold my bike and all of that. And mm-hmm. then, unfortunately, Matt got hurt. And, you know, uh, they gave me a call, and they were like, hey, we have a, a bike here. Are you interested in on racing it? So, you know, it was – I didn't think it twice. I said, yeah. Yep. Cause yep. You know, I'm starting to run low on, on money, so any any little help, it, it, yeah. it helps.
0: No, absolutely, man. You might have got one of their best finishes in outdoor moto for them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lorenzo Lucrucio on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension. Privateer Island Life Podcast uh, 54. Nothing says you're on Privateer Island like a stock moto, Lorenzo. Nothing, no, nothing says you're on an uh, island more than that by the way yeah <laughs> um, so hey do, I don't know if you looked at the points or not but you're like 15 back of being in 10th place and you've missed the first two rounds like yep
1: and I got two DNS. at Muddy Creek uh,
0: yeah Muddy Creek what happened your bike blew up or what, what was the deal
1: no so uh, a wire broke uh, and then the wire was very important obviously because they made the <laughs> bike cut off <laughs> so yeah, yeah uh, halfway in the first moto the wire you know, yep. broke and, you know, the bike started cutting down and then eventually gave out. And then, uh, second though we fixed the wire and then five centimeters to the next to where we fixed it, it broke again. So oh, it was geez. unfortunate. It was bet, really, really bad luck. So,
0: um, it, yeah.
1: it sucked because it could potentially could have been a 11th, uh, 12th, cause that's where it was by the time, you know, the bike gave out, but mm-hmm. I knew I know I could have moved a little more forward.
0: Yeah, dude, you got to be looking at the top ten in points and be like, I can get there, I can finish there, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty good. Uh yes, yeah, unbelievable job at Southwick again, seven seven, tenth overall at Lakewood. Um, Red Bud, you looking forward to it?
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, good place, good fun track. Everybody likes it. it must be their favorite track, I think, on the circuit for most guys.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. That track, you know, it's. Fun layout, mm-hmm. crazy fans, and, you know, especially with today, 4th of July, heading into that race, yeah. I know it's going to be good, you know.
0: You got to go over and start talking to the Honda guys, Lorenzo. Start getting some parts from them, some takeoffs and some advice from them and things like that. Go over and start talking yeah. to Gothic J and be like, yeah, I just got seventh, bro. <laughs> I mean, they need, they need the help. So that's your move. Yes. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, that's, that's the whole reason I'm racing, you know. I just mm-hmm. want people to notice that, you know, last year was my rookie year. And I got a lot more in the tank that I showed last year. So yeah, I just I just want to, you know, keep riding the way I am, keep having fun, and for sure earn a ride for next year.
0: Um, let's talk about last year a little bit. Like you said, your rookie year, you had some flashes. Daytona comes to mind, uh, your Southwick ride. Um, and, I, and I like Chris and Christina, and I like the Cycle Trader guys. They do a good job. But one of the things that I think a lot of teams do, and them too, is like – I just—you gotta give kids a couple of years at least. It it, Geico does a good job of sticking behind their kids, and and TLD does, but like it's so hard to be like, "Hey, kid, here you go." Especially, I mean, you're not even American. You've been here a long time, but you know you're not American. And here you go, sink or swim. And then if you sink, which is predictable a lot of times, and let's face it, it's not a factory effort over there, uh, you get cut loose. So um yeah I, I don't know man uh I I do think if I had a team I would if I pick a kid if I pick a guy and he's my guy I'm going to tell him look you're going to have 2 or 3 years here and then we'll reevaluate but I'm giving you some time relax calm down and learn but I mean it's so it's talking about that for you it must be tough to have one shot and then you're kind of out
1: yeah, uh you know I, I I'm still to this day very thankful for the the chance they gave me to bring me into the ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh but it, yeah, it, it's a stressful just you know you have a one year or just a supercar deal. Uh you, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself last year just mm-hmm. kind of you know prove that I was, you know, because people a lot of people are like, "Oh, why did they pick this kid or this and that?" and I kind of just let that get into my mind, so I put a lot of pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of crashes in the offseason just because I was trying to push myself, and, you know, I wasn't ready yet. And I started feeling great. I started gaining confidence, and then Daytona came, and I was, you know, all-time high confidence. Yeah. I was feeling good on the bike, and then uh, I think it was Indy the next round or something. I went down in the whoops and hurt my back, and then I got taken out in the LCQ, so, you know, mm-hmm. after that, I was nursing the whole injury. Supercross so super yeah. was a blur. Um. And then, you know, outdoors, I wasn't the most prepared mm-hmm. uh, physically. Okay. And that hurt me a lot. So, yeah, that uh, was that. I mean, I, I never really had a good moto other than a few 11 yeah. places. Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, it's been good last year
0: it's, it's, uh, it's tough, right? Like, to figure it all out and, and, and to make it happen in one year I mean, I guess if you're a Barsha Or one of these kids, you could do that But, dude, it's, it's more like, like Luke Resland is still trying to figure it out And yourself and, and Cantrell is trying to figure it out And, man, it's just you you, you got to make it happen But sometimes it, it takes more than a year
1: Kids is easier for some kids. I feel like, like uh-huh. you know, they they come from the amateurs and they're like up front already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, most of the kids that do that are on factory teams. Uh, but you know, I do, I do believe that amateur racing and uh, professional motocross racing is are two different worlds. The oh. tracks are completely different. Absolutely, it's all in, it's all in one day, so it, it's it's yep. a lot to you know get yeah. used to. Plus, you got to you know deliver a result if not you're out so yeah yeah. uh yeah uh i think it's very different uh and if you have the tools if you have a team behind you uh like most of the factories do uh i think i believe it's easier yep uh and you know christina chris scott and my mechanic corey you know they made it really easy for me with you know with advices and all that but like i said uh yeah uh, yeah,
0: well, no, they run a good program. They're a good team, but no,
1: no, they're yeah. they're great. Yeah, uh, you know, I was happy with. By the time I, was, I wanted to stay there, you know, but uh, it didn't work out. Uh, so, but yeah, like I said, confidence and uh, yeah. it, it's a lot on on yeah. on the you racing. F- you think
0: about amateurs. You outside of Loretta's. Which is a weird track to start with And it's different Outside of Loretta As you ride four laps Five laps Amateur races Your starts are everything Like you said The tracks don't get nearly as rough It's it's a different world In pro racing It's a 100% different world And that's why I think You've seen guys over the years Who You know Like a Trey Canard He used to get beat bad By Izzy and Stroop And these guys But he made a better pro Than they did For a lot of reasons But uh, Jeff Stanton Mike Larocco A lot of guys That just make better pros Alex Martin You know I it's just such a different world that that I think you 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 got to give a kid more than a year. It's it's a whole whole new deal. So.
1: Um, yeah. No, I agree for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Uh, so yeah, for you, like you, you, what happened to Supercross this year? It didn't go the way you really wanted to. How was it?
1: Yeah. So like I said, after la- last year, I didn't have a ride. Or anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if I was racing. Uh, so then you know I got a late call from Buddy. Mm-hmm. They gave me a ride. And you know, I got the bike, rode it, and you know, I I was putting the work off the bike. Like I said last Mm -hmm. year, my fitness wasn't good, so I knew if I wanted to, you know, come back, I was going to do it right. Uh, So So wasn't a problem.
0: Was that the biggest thing you learned from your rookie year? Was like, hey, I better do some off work, off the bike work.
1: Not necessarily off the bike, okay. but you know more like on the bike motos, like longer motos. Okay, all uh, right, yeah, yeah, and and I, and I mean, of course, off the bike, uh, just to build stamina and all that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, and it's also a lot of my mentality. I've changed it a lot. Uh, I've been a fan from the sport. So I think last year I was a little more on the fan side than the racing side <laughs>
0: mentality. You were like, look, I can't believe I'm standing next to Adam Cincirillo.
1: <laughs> I, I, honestly, that's the way it was. But really? Sadly, was the, it really? Yeah, sadly, that was the way it was. Yeah. Like I said, I'm a fan before a racer right. of the sport. So, But, you know, I learned the, the hard way last year. So you're, this year I was more on the racing side of it.
0: Yeah, you're coming up on somebody. And you're like, I can't believe I can't pass Joey Savatti right now. I can't pass Sean Cantrell or whatever, right? Like that's how you're thinking, Ryan, I guess a little bit. I
1: was, yeah, yeah. Not anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, last year, like you were like, holy shit, this guy's like awesome. Look at me, I, I yeah. can't beat him.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I never lost, uh, I never missed a race on TV or anything. So now to be on the on the gate at the main event with those guys, it was it was. It was a big hit for me, you know. Wow, I, I like you said. I don't. I'm not American. Yep. Uh, I never thought I'd be a professional racer here in America. So that, al- let alone, was you know, kind of like a big hit. Like, wow, I'm I'm pro now. I'm a professional.
0: Wow. So that's, uh, that's cool that you admit that, though, man. Like, that's that's cool that you admit that and you know that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's 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 honest of you to do that to say that.
1: I mean that's that's the way it is. So right. I gotta I gotta admit it myself to kinda know yeah. that uh, I needed a change. So yeah. and like I said I, I changed a lot of my mentality, sure uh fitness, uh training and everything. So super cross, uh you know, I felt good. Uh first round I was very scared, not scared but you know, race yeah. uh nervous nervous, yeah. Yeah. So I rode tight all all day, you know, I wasn't comfortable on the bike. That was like I said, the first day I rode my race bike mm-hmm. and but I still got a 12, so that wasn't too bad. Uh, but, you know, I wanted more. Yep. And then uh, Tampa, I was running 11th. Uh, J-Mart was, uh, went off the track. So I was 11th. He was right behind me. He was about to pass me. And, you know, I was trying to hold him up as long as I could. And mm-hmm. uh, I made a mistake in the whoops, and I went down and I broke my collarbone. Uh so that was that. But, you know, I thought, okay, I get surgery. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yep. But in that same crash, I turned some uh, ligaments. So I lost all my strength on my shoulder. That put a damper on the recovery, yeah. too. So, you know, I only got to do, I think, four rounds total. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I came back, I kind of rushed it. And... Like I said, I didn't have anything for outdoors, or, and I was going to lose all Supergrass pretty much. So I was like, man, I was very desperate. So, mm-hmm. But I, I got better towards the end. Uh, it was a bummer. Vegas, that was the best I felt. Uh, you know, I qualified 11th, yep. and I was in a transfer spot from the heat race, and I actually cross-rotted the triple, and I went off the track, and I lost that last lap. So. Oh,
0: dude, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that.
1: I, I, that was very upsetting. So, and then in the LCQ, <laughs> that I was,
0: was very upsetting. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I was. I was so mad. You uh-huh. got no idea, right? But you know, think like I said, things happen for a reason, and I do believe they happen for a reason. So now, mm-hmm. uh, this is the path that I have to go through just to get better and realize that you know I'm yep. one of those guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you say you were a fan and you watched all the racers. Who was your favorite racers uh, watching them growing up? Like, what era were you? T- are we talking about here?
1: Well I where I remember uh it was RC yep. uh you know that was the GOAT, so you can't yep. go wrong with that No and then uh you know Reed uh Villapoto Dungi came around but you know I really like uh Yeah. Uh, just because he's a hard worker uh he doesn't talk much mm-hmm. and he just let his we saw it speak for himself He was very consistent mm-hmm. And he was a well uh, You know A, a great guy uh, So I, I really looked up to him
0: What about Tim Ferry Lorenzo What about Tim Ferry
1: uh, I actually You know It's funny Because I talk about RC But I never really Paid attention to anyone else Uh, uh, geez, uh come on. Tim no.
0: Ferry was my guy I was his mechanic forever
1: I know, uh, I know that But oh, okay. I mean, you can't go wrong with Red, rock, uh, red Dog he, no. was, he was a machine, that's for sure He, I remember him and the fact that we just Passing people left and right all the time
0: Yeah, he was, he's a Florida guy Like, you're basically a Florida guy now He's a Florida guy But I guess so is RC yep. So, um, hey, so uh, You're from Venezuela How long have you been in America for? Seven years Okay Um how's the local motocross scene in Venezuela uh, Back then? Growing up,
1: back then it was good. Uh, you know, it was it was very competitive. We uh, Latin America, they did championships there, and you know, Venezuela always won. Uh, uh-huh. So whenever we showed up to those, they were like, "Oh, the Venezuelans are here." <laughs> uh, I remember I won five years consecutive winning the that that championship there, mm-hmm. and the one year we won fifty, sixty, and eighty five. So because they did the junior side and yeah, the yeah. big boys, yeah. So it, you know, Venezuela was good. They they had a lot of talented riders, and uh, but it's kind of died now because of the economy and the way the country is right now. Yeah, it's it's really really bad right now. So. Dude,
0: right? Like I was gonna say, I don't know that much about it, but dude, they're having some problems in Venezuela right now, and yeah, it's been that way yeah. for a
1: while. Yeah, unfortunately, my that's where my dad's uh, job is. So you know, it's very bad right now. They they close his company out, so he's. You know, he's he's going nuts right now.
0: Oh, man. So uh, I guess you haven't been home for a long time?
1: Last time I went uh, was last year, uh, April, I think it was. So it's been over a year.
0: Okay. Yeah, It's is it dangerous to go back in, in, in a sense or no?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can go out and walk on the streets. Uh, right. I mean, it's unfortunate because I grew up there and I, I love my country. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, but then, you know, lately every time I go there, I can't really do anything. Uh I love mountain biking and I can't do that uh just because they can steal my bicycle or kill me. So, yeah. Uh dude. you know, every time I've been there, I don't even have a, a bike or anything there, so yep. I would just lay in bed all day, watch TV, <laughs> which I hate sitting around. Yeah. Uh so that's one of the reasons i haven't been back since
0: is your family all okay all your relatives and everything everything good that end or is it scary yeah yeah
1: Yeah. thankfully uh like i said we've been lucky with that Mm -hmm. uh but most of my cousins and uh aunts moved to spain uh just to yeah just
0: get out of there right oh that's it's a shame right it's a dictator guy right somebody's in power that is just brutal just yeah yeah yeah, yeah kind of what i've been reading yeah. Jeez, um yeah that's a tough go man i can't imagine me not like you said you went in april and yeah i can't imagine not myself you know obviously being canada it's not that far and it's a lot like america but i can't imagine not being able to go home you know or not wanting to go home that sucks
1: yeah it, it does uh, and that actually was a big hit too last year uh you know because i I've always been home and all uh, oh, the problems and everything that hit me so it was a lot of things. So, you know, first year pro, yeah. Country's not doing so well. You know, dad's business not doing so well. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and you know, I, I honestly I had to do a lot of growing up last year. Like I said, sure. not having yeah. a ride and yeah, uh, I've been a shy kid all, all my my life. So uh, I had to really open up and. Yep. You know, call people and for, you know, sponsorships, rides, whatever. So it was kind of like, yeah, it was, it was it was tough.
0: Well, especially if you were in Venezuela and you were like the hot shit kid. You know, a lot of people want to help you. A lot of people want to talk to you. And it, it comes a little easier, you know what I mean, than than having to go out and, and just grind to get sponsors and stuff. Like you've never really had to do that before, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. And like I said, the last year I raced in Venezuela, I went twenty four zero. And I came here. You're like RC and Stu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I came here in America and I couldn't even get top 10. So that that was a big hit, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I I guess, obviously, for you guys coming from Venezuela, Florida was a natural place to kind of settle and hang
1: out. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So whenever we came from Venezuela, uh, you know, I've been coming to America since 08, uh, just doing like big national. Right. like Loretta Lanes, Minios, that was pretty much the two I was doing. So I would come, you know, the week before and then leave mm-hmm. the week after. Yep. Uh, but in, back in 20, uh, September 2011, I moved full-time to uh, MTF and I was there all the way until last year. So, yep. like I said, uh, I got to meet Colleen, and then, you know, we really gelled together. So that's that was easy for me to move from Venezuela yeah. straight there and learn, you know, everything about dirt bikes. So, what, uh, and then uh, So yeah like I said It, it, was, it's, it was great
0: what's, what's something that you wish Now okay obviously you're, Like we talked about Venezuela is going through a rough time But in, in the glory days of Venezuela That you remember growing up What's something that you wish In America you could get from Venezuela Or what do you wish America was more like Venezuela in a certain way Is there anything that You know you kind of miss or you wish it was The way it was in America
1: just the way, you know, people treat you, uh, you know, back at home, we're all family. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, here in America, like, you know, you, you're you 18 and you leave the house and, you know, you kind of do everything on your own. That's that's how American culture is. Mm-hmm. Uh, us in Venezuela, you know, we're all families, really tied, you know, really close together. Yep. Uh, we do everything together. Uh, so that's one one thing I kind of miss just the family side of it
0: yeah it's it's but, cut yeah. it is cutthroat over here, especially like pro racing too like oh oh yeah, you know what I mean, like none of you riders ever talk to each other, you know what I mean, you guys all huddle up in your trucks, you never go anywhere, you never say hi to each yeah. other, it's weird,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people. Are too serious. I feel like. Uh, yeah. But hey, that's, yeah. That, everyone's paying is fighting for a paycheck, so I don't blame them.
0: No, I know. Uh, what about going to Europe? Would you go to MXGP if you could? If you could get something, if someone looked at your results and said, "Hey, Lorenzo, why don't you try over here?" I know um, uh, Anthony Rodriguez has done it a little bit. Uh, is that anything that you would want to do?
1: Yeah, you know, I actually had the opportunity to go over there uh, back in 2014 after I got second at the Junior World Championship in Belgium, and I made the mistake and I said no. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's just, you know, I've been here in America for so long fighting just to get to professional racing here in America that going to Europe at that time wasn't really, you know, an option for me. Uh, I still wanted to fight, and I still thought that I could get a ride here yep. uh, to go pro,
0: and
1: it didn't end up happening. But like I said, things happen yeah, yeah. for a reason. But if I had the opportunity now to go to Europe, I would definitely go.
0: Yeah, you're. But unlike a lot of people from other countries, like I, I feel like you're good at supercross. You know, you're you're not uh, you're not Jason Anderson or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, but you can ride supercross very well. Um, you know what I mean. So that's something where there's more money and more prestige in that. And it's not like you can't ride it. You you can ride it very well. So yeah, uh,
1: a lot of that I owe it to Colleen Millsaps. You know, she yep. she's the one that taught me supergrass. Uh, like I said, Venezuela, we uh, doubles rollers, and <laughs> you yep. know everything everything out of the ordinary was illegal. So all we had was tabletops, and that was it.
0: Really. Wow!
1: Yep, no Jeez. doubles, no step ups. Uh, <laughs> Jeez! <God> forbid. <laughs> step ups. So, yeah, no, no, not even. That's on if the oh. if the jump had a hole in the in the yeah. you know yeah in the center yeah in the center or in the beginning or at the end it was illegal. Oh wow, Jesus! So, so yeah. So Colleen's
0: like, hey, Lorenzo, we gotta go back to ground zero and teach you. Here. Well, Supergirl. I
1: had a hard time with my uh, toes. With your what? So, with my toes. I, I used to ride, like, with my toes pointed out.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, that was we fought with that for, like, two years. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm sure Colin had nightmares because of it. Right. Uh, uh, they're
0: like, hey, Lorenzo, yeah. here's a set of stadium whoops. Good luck. Good luck. Well,
1: <laughs> well <laughs> I don't know if you remember Nick Myers. Yeah, I remember Yeah. Yeah, so... We, I was learning supercross whoops, uh-huh. and I was. We were going to Minios back when it was actually supercross. Yeah. Uh, so this is a funny story. It was my first year hitting whoops, and I sucked on it. But I, I loved to. I I loved the idea to skim a set of whoops. So Colleen told me to go to outdoors because we, you know, played one session in each. And then uh, I said, no, I'm staying in whoops. So Nick Myers was helping me and told me, you know, just to come in, don't let off. Whatever happened, don't let off. So I followed his his instructions, and I dropped the front, went over the bars, broke my collarbone and wrist. (laughs) So Colleen, yeah, she was beyond mad at me for a good bit.
0: Oh, jeez yeah bro calm down right um, yeah <laughs> well man yeah it's been uh it 's been a really, really good an outdoor series for you, and yeah, you think about that those points you missed at muddy creek and you 'd be right there for sure. uh use the code pulpmx thirty at f x r racing dot com to uh check out and uh, whether it 's Jimmy Dakotas or chris canning or uh, f x r this weekend, and he was the local guy that was blazing fast out there, Lorenzo. you probably ran into him at some point or another out there. canning was good yep. too, yeah. Um, yeah, I had to pass him Yeah, there, there was like all these local guys Pike told me how pissed he was at all the KTM local guys They were cutting him yep. off everywhere So he was pissed I did hear that <laughs> He was super pissed uh, So fxrracing.com, com, PulpMX 30 is the code And Racetech Suspension, Pulp MX, uh, 18 is the code To get a special listener discount on suspension services Or uh, or anything from the FXR folks uh, Lorenzo, who else is helping you? Uh, Leot is a big uh, part of your program
1: Yep, yep. So Leah takes care of me, all my gear and uh, uh, you know needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoey's give me helmets, X brand, clear vision. Clear vision, bro. Uh, yeah, we were yep. just
0: we were just talking about you on Monday night show. <laughs> so
1: so uh, Alpine Star gives me boots, uh, ODI handlebars, factory connection suspension. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Yoshimura, Hinson, Sunstar. Um Dunlop, uh, Brian flex being great to me. I, I I'm very thankful to have it on my corner. And you know, there's a lot of people help, like uh Motor Shop Center, that's a uh store in Miami that helps me out. Oh cool. Like I said, Red Case Honda, Pilot Honda and you know, Buddy Brooks, they've been they've been great to me, so I'm very thankful for everyone that helped me out.
0: Yeah, um yeah, I like the look of your bikes too. They look good. Bikes look Thank good. You, yeah. Yeah. Um didn't I see Yosh? Didn't they post a wrong photo and say it was you? Did I see that on social media somewhere? Did you see that? Am I dreaming? Uh, I thought they posted a photo and they said it was you, and it wasn't. Oh, maybe i No, I'm-
1: I think I think what they did post was that I was from Brazil. Oh, that was it.
0: That was it. Yep. Yes, Brazil. Brazil's own. Lorenzo yep. Um Yeah,
1: i seen that post. I was like, oh, cool. I made it <laughs> to Yoshimura's uh, Instagram. Right. And then I'm reading the caption, it says Brazilian Lecruccio. And I was like, oh. Oh, dude. Uh, speaking
0: of Brazil and Venezuela and all that, is do you guys have a World Cup team? Or is things that rough that you don't have a World Cup team?
1: Uh, we don't since 2014. That was the last year we went. Okay. Uh, we're trying to put something together for this year. Yeah. Uh, since it's Red Bud. Uh, and, you know, Rodriguez. Oh, no. Oh, right wait.
0: You're talking Dis Nations. I meant uh, World Cup soccer.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. No, we'd, we'd never qualify there. Oh,
0: so you're like Canada then? You're the same way. Canada never qualifies. Okay. So let's go to Dis Nations. Okay. So you had a team in 2014, Venezuela?
1: Yep. yep. Well, oh. we had from, like, I think it was 2008 all the way to 2014. Okay. Uh, They never qualified and then 2014 I went to race there actually for them in
0: uh, in the uh that race. was in England where were we no
1: that was
0: 14 France 14 France okay yeah I don't
1: I don't I don't remember the track name but oh I know that stuff, was uh Saint, Je- Saint
0: Jean Angely, big uh yeah, the um wasn't it Saint Jean or was it Erne? no it was Ernay. it was Ernay. yeah I think
1: it was Erne. yeah
0: uh, big hills and uh eight that yep. eight million Frenchmen uh with horns.
1: Exactly. Chainsaws.
0: Chainsaws. So what you did you didn't do well?
1: No, uh so like I said I I went there and I was very nervous. I was mm-hmm. still an amateur. Yeah. And then uh I went down and one of the practices and I ended up like hitting hitting my shoulder or something and my head and I still race. So still it, was, it was bad, and we had a lot of bad luck in the B final. Uh-huh. Uh, the MX guy won. Uh, uh, he was third in the B final. Rodriguez was third, and I was sixth. So we were golden. we were in. Yeah. And then, uh, if I'm yeah, Carlos went down, which was the MX one guy. Okay. He went down down one of the hills, cartwheel. <laughs> Uh, destroy his bike, so we had one DNF. But we were still killed 'cause because we were fourth and fifth. Uh huh. And then one uh, the big hill where Anstey got landed on.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. A Rod went down there too, so uh. we were done.
0: A Rod crashing. That's odd, Lorenzo i
1: kidding. Well, that track was very tough. I'm not gonna lie.
0: It was. It was. Who's the Who's the guy? Carlos, the MX One guy. Who's that? Who is that guy?
1: Yeah, Carlos Badiali. He okay. used to race in uh, here in, in America for amateurs. Oh, he did. Okay. And then and then he went to Brazil, and now he's back at home. Oh, okay. All right. So, are
0: you, so you said you're trying to get something together for uh, for this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still on the talks. It's not really, like, anything formal. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I would love to go and represent my country here in Redwood. But...
0: Yeah, I'll be team manager. How's that? Can I be team manager? Uh, it would be great. Team... It, it
1: would make it even easier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Team Venezuela, I'll manage you guys. You, A-Rod, but... and then we got to find Carlos or somebody. Can we
1: yeah, get? Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a back at home, like I said. And then there's another guy in Brazil, which his name is Humberto Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's he's been riding very well there in Brazil so we got we got actually options for the third guy
0: Dude listen you just went 7 7 at Southwick and 10th at Lakewood and and your other results like you it doesn't you need like two decent motos to get into the A final it doesn't take that much You know what I mean so like you could do yep. it Yeah you could do it easy especially Red Yeah I know we
1: can do yeah. it yep. especially the uh where we are right now like I said I, I, I gained a ton of experience Mm-hmm. Uh, lately, so I know we're in a good spot. I know Ada and I can make it, hey, and then yeah. you know, I know the other guy can make it too.
0: Um, hey, so I guess for you, you get contingency from Honda and uh, purse money that's what you're, you're you're bringing home right now. Do you have bonuses from different people? Like, did you kill it at Southwick type deal?
1: No, I wish. Uh, no, I just get uh, a contingency from uh, program from Honda and yep. the purse money.
0: What is seventh from Honda? What what was it? Did you look it up? I oh,
1: don't know. I still haven't got paid from them. <laughs> you're
0: waiting though, right?
1: Oh, I, I'm waiting too, and I, I don't know. Like outdoors is so much different than Supercross. Like every Monday after Supercross, you get your money. Here's like every 15 days. But I feel like yeah, it, they either got my account wrong or something because I still haven't got any money.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to look into this, bro, ASAP, because uh, they're gonna owe you a bunch of money the way you're riding right now.
1: Um yeah and I and I need the money cuz that money is the one that gets me to the races so yeah. I'm not looking very good right now.
0: Uh yeah so you and your dad live together in in central florida there in, in uh, Yeah in...
1: yeah uh actually my whole family uh so my my mom's sister and my dad uh we are uh so right now we live in a, a campground in a trailer.
0: Oh yeah okay all right and uh yeah so man things are uh like you yeah you need the money for sure
1: yeah yeah I can
0: use it um all right, well, cool man so you're trying to get a ride four fifty two fifty anybody who will uh get you a ride you you'll do it and uh look at options and everything else and and i mean, would you do four fifty supercars next year if it came down
1: to it? if that was my only option, i would, but I would rather go two fifty yeah
0: yeah, I'd rather do two fifty so well, man, you keep riding the way you're doing, and uh i someone will call. Someone's got to call you because uh, these results are no joke for you this year.
1: I just got to keep doing it I and, mean, you know, show them that I'm consistent and uh, that wasn't just a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I, I, like I said, I've been really training hard, so hopefully something comes up.
0: Well, cool, man. Uh, you sound like a good guy. Uh, really nice results uh, this year outdoors. Absolutely killing Pulp of X Fantasy. Just destroying, like getting so many points for so many people who pick you. It's ridiculous.
1: Um, I know. And, I, and like, people probably like from practice, because my practice times are not that great. Uh-huh. Probably, people are probably like, oh, yeah, this guy qualified 18 this weekend. I got seven sevenths. So, yeah. uh, people probably like, what the heck?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Alex Martin and Phil are another two guys that never have good practice times. Like you're just like yeah. yeah you're like oh god look what's up with Phil and Amart and then they they kill it in the motos you know so you, yeah so it's good to know you're one of those guys I'll keep that in mind going forward you know so yep
1: yeah uh, like I said I'm a racer not a not a one uh, yeah. a one lap guy
0: yeah no, absolutely well hey man if I can help uh, you do anything or, or any contacts uh, you have my number now and whatever I can do to, to help you out is is cool with me um, so thank you for doing the uh, privateer island life podcast guy got. A stock motor, uh, that is clearly you're on the island. You are fighting on the island <laughs> with A-Ray and everybody else. Um, uh, thanks to FXR Racing. Thanks to Racetech as well for both of those companies. And Lorenzo LeCurcio, thank you, man, and continu- continue to assess the rest of the year. We will uh, see you this weekend at Red, bud.
1: Thank you, Steve, for having me on.